Zondervan presents Streams, Reflections on the Waters in Scripture by Murray Andrew Pura, read by the author. The Path to Water It always happens. Pick up a game trail in the forest, and eventually it will take you to water. Lost in trees and brush and rock by the sea and not sure how to find the beach? Get on any path, and one way or another, it will make its way to the ocean. How to make it to a creek or river or stream? Find a path even the most narrow, and step by step it will take you to the place where birds and deer and fox find their evening drink. We took a path that wound down to the river, not just any river. This was the mighty Fraser in British Columbia, Canada, and we weren't sure what to expect, but we definitely wanted adventure. Two canoes, two of us in each. For hours we didn't need to paddle as we moved south and west with the current. The bows hissed. We laid back and enjoyed the scenery. We knew there were rapids somewhere ahead. We just didn't know what it would look like when we hit them. The moment suddenly came, and the hair rose on the back of my neck. Whirlpools, waves, and white water. Paddle, my companion urged. I dipped and dug as though my life depended on it. I remember the eye of that whirlpool gazing at me as we were swept into its constrictions. The eye had no life and no kindness. I strained with a strength that rises with adrenaline and fear. We chopped our way through the white swirls and snapping waves, spit out on the other side. We saw our friends waiting for us in calmer waters, raised our paddles over our heads and gave two mighty roars of triumph. A few hours later, we came around a bend in the river and saw not hundreds but thousands of Canada geese resting in gray, brown, white, and black splendor. It was autumn. They were taking a break before heading further south. They let us paddle right among them without a honk or squawk or flapping of wings. It was amazing. Something out of some kind of heaven, a blessing that filled our hearts and delighted our eyes and turned us into four-year-olds again for ten or fifteen minutes. Our canoes glided quietly among them as we gazed in wonder. Then they heard a sound and rose swiftly as one. The air roared in our ears and the sun vanished. We paddled on until the sun dipped low We began to look for a spot to beach. Soon a large sandbar came into view. We took our canoes there. We built a small fire, and our bowie knives cut meat that we cooked on short sticks. There were apples and oranges and plenty of cold water to drink. The river slipped past, and soon the stars were caught up in the current and heading south too. Our tents were pitched and our bags spread. We watched the river night until the rhythms of a holy creation rocked us to sleep. As I look back on it now... This canoe trip seems like both a God journey and the journey of a life. Companionship and the fast flow of youth, danger and hazard, overcome by hope and faith and strength. The geese representing a blessing we could not give ourselves. The loveliness of the land we moved through, and sometimes the harshness. Food and drink and the whisper of water in our ears. The river bearing us away to heaven as we slept. All from following the path to water. There are many such paths in the Bible. The world begins with God hovering over the waters of creation and ends with the river of the water of life as clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and the Lamb. Water creates the world a second time at the flood. The wells of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob sustain their families and tribes and livestock, and also God's promise of a Savior. The Nile bears Moses to Pharaoh's palace and later by the hand of God, turns to blood, one of the miracles meant to set the people of Moses free. The Red Sea parts for Israel, the Jordan, 
the same Jordan that will baptize the promised Savior thousands of years later, parts for a new Israel, and they enter the promised land. Jesus walks in water, sails in boats at crisscross the Sea of Galilee. Three thousand are baptized at Pentecost. Paul is shipwrecked three times and spends a day and night on the open ocean before being rescued. John is exiled to Patmos in the Aegean Sea. There are many water stories, and all the stories tell us something about God and something about ourselves. It would take many books, or one big fat one, to explore each of them. But we take a few and learn from them. The Red Sea, the rivers of Babylon, the streams that speed through the desert in the rainy season, the Jordan River, the Sea of Galilee, enough to make a good start. My trip down the Fraser made me think of earlier days in our world, when much of the travel was done on various boats. In North America, the native people used...